0: Hi, I'm Renee Crandall, and you're listening to the Wake Up Your Life podcast, a personal development podcast for women where we'll discuss how to live intentionally today and every day. I want to be a better version of myself this year than I was last year, five years from now versus five years ago, and I want to encourage you in that same journey. I hope my words each week leave you feeling inspired and empowered to wake up your life and go after who you truly desire to be. I'm in this with you to coach you and cheer you on. I believe in you. Let's go. Hello and welcome back. I hope you're having a great week. I will give a quick update on the chicks. I talked about them last week. They are doing great. They're growing quickly. It is just wild to me how fast chicks grow up and how quickly their feathers develop and their personalities come out and they're at the stage where they are very curious about everything and not as afraid, which is great. And they're trying to fly. So that's where they're at. They have their feathers. They realize they can get a little bit of momentum. So I will hear them kind of, I'll hear like a little scruffle in their Tupperware container. And I know that one of them has flown into the others because they have no sense of direction or control, but They're starting to explore the fact that they have wings so we'll see how that goes but it has been so fun and they're doing awesome and Daph is still doing okay at least at the time of recording this at the end of May. We'll just see how she does but she's hanging in there and she's got her buddies with her so that's the update on the chicks and the chickens. To switch over to what I want to talk about today, I have been thinking a lot about how grateful I am for the seasons of life where I was naive. And what I mean by that is where I stepped into something hard or complicated with a perspective of, this is going to be so fun. I know we can do it. You have the, like, I have the vision of what the outcome is going to be and the dream and the desire. And I move forward with it, not knowing all of the variables that are going to occur or the obstacles or the challenges that are going to happen. And I think sometimes, depending on what we're facing, we can set ourselves up for defeat by running through all of the worst case scenarios or why it's not going to work or why it's going to be so difficult that we prevent ourselves from doing those new things that actually might be super life-giving and things that we're really grateful for because we don't step into it with that naivete of just wonder and curiosity and not having the experience. So there's just such a unique perspective when I'm looking back on different seasons of life or things that I've gone through. And I know I've shared this before, but specifically with our house renovation, I mean, we're on year seven of renovating it and I was so naive so naive when it came to what this project would entail and how long it would take and even the financial obligation of it and the time and the energy and just all the effort. I had no idea. We see the HGTV shows. We see the Pinterest boards. We see the Instagram posts of just a before and after and it just seems easy and straightforward and we don't Have the true awareness of what it actually takes and what's behind the scenes of it. And with our house renovation specifically, I don't know if I would have wanted to move forward with it if I had already gone through a renovation of this scale. With that, I'm just so grateful that I didn't know what to expect. And I only had the vision and the enthusiasm and the excitement of, oh, we can do this. Like I can see it. And because I can visualize it, it's going to happen. And thanks be to God, it did happen and it is continuing to happen because Isaac and I believe in it and we want to see it through. And it is something that we're proud of and we're naturally good at now at this point. It's a lot more natural to know how to navigate projects and renovations within our house. And we're close to the finish line. But I did not start out that way. And I, have kind of been reflecting on the renovation and even my garden and the amount of effort that it's taken to build a garden and put plants in the ground and start plants from seed and set up irrigation and build the planter boxes and choose what to plant and where it's going to go and know how to take care of them and know what pr- what plants go well together and all of that and the prep at the beginning of the season and the end of the season and even with my chickens I was thinking, oh, building a chicken coop and a chicken run is going to be super simple, really easy, couple weekend project. Oh, no, at least the scale that I wanted it to be and the extreme predator proofing I needed to do. It was backbreaking work. It was so hard. But I look at those three things specifically, my house, my garden, and the chickens, and I see my naive perspective going into all three of those things as protection from the Lord in the sense that he knew how life-giving those things would become that I believe he really kind of shielded my mindset to not think about all the complicated variables and to be so fixated on the finished garden. What it's going to be like when I can go out there and pick carrots and pick strawberries and cut flowers to create bouquets or what it's going to feel like to go out to the chicken coop and collect fresh eggs each morning or afternoon, or what it's going to feel like to live in this finished farmhouse one day and know that we did it, that I was fixated on the vision of that. And I believe that God intentionally magnified the enthusiasm of the finished product of what it's going to be. What am I working towards and minimized and diminished? the pessimism or the concerns that could have popped up in my head and it's interesting because there's certain things that if i have an idea of something my mindset will naturally go to all the reasons why it would be too hard or complicated or exhausting and why i don't want to do it even if the outcome would be awesome for example building a garden shed that's something that i would love to have but knowing how much time and energy and money it will take to build a garden shed and just having an awareness of even just building the chicken coop and building the garden, like the amount of effort that it took shifts my perspective on wanting to move forward with it, you know, in the near future. So certain things I may think about and realize, okay, like I would love to have that. And I can visualize myself in that moment and join, you know, planting my seeds and putting little pots together and everything in there. But I'm thinking about all the things that are complicated with it. But then other things like a garden or a chicken coop, my mind didn't naturally go to all the reasons why it would be too hard and difficult. And so I don't know exactly why that is. I don't know why with certain things that we have more of that naive mentality and how it benefits us. And then other things, even though we don't have an understanding of it or we've never done it before, we can still be the devil's advocate in that situation. But looking back, I have been so appreciative and grateful for the times where I just move forward completely unaware of what it's going to take and how hard it might be but having this bright-eyed bushy-tailed mentality of on wonder thinking this is going to happen and I can do it and I have definitely found that when I walk forward with that naivete I th- it feels less challenging even though that perspective doesn't change, if there's going to be difficulty or obstacles, it's just the fact of starting that new thing with a mindset of this is going to be so great and I can do it. There's a different resiliency that I can then tap into when it does get hard. And I'm wanting to have more of that naive perspective with other things. Because I think especially as we get older and we have more experience, right? Like I've lived through a renovation. I have built a garden. I know what it takes to landscape. Like As I'm learning certain things, while those areas of my life where I've accomplished those things are growing and I'm grateful for it, it can sometimes work against me where I'm thinking, oh, I know what it takes to build a garden or plant trees or take care of young plants. So if I add something else, it's going to be a lot of work. And I can start to see it with more of a short-term vision because I'm aware of what was challenging about the thing that I tried that was new or the season that I went through experiencing something different. So what I wanted to talk about today was just the fact of like reflecting back on seasons in your life and in my life thinking – when, what are the moments that you have where you're so grateful that you were naive stepping into it? And with being naive, how good did it turn out? Because uncertainty and unknown and not knowing all the variables is honestly at times, in most cases, a huge blessing because I I genuinely don't know my answer if At the beginning of this farmhouse renovation, someone would have listed out all the complicated things about it, listed out how much it was going to cost, how many years it was going to take, and everything that occurred that was hard within it. And then maybe they said, okay, you go through all of that and it's going to be done, but here's what you have to go through to get it. I don't know if I could look at all of that on a list and say, yeah, I'm still willing to do it. And that to me is why I'm so grateful to start certain things in my life, not knowing the outcome, not knowing how we're going to get there and what that journey or experience is going to look like, because I may tap out early if I knew all the details. And so whether you love Jesus or not, for me, I look at it through the lens of, That small glimpse, that window, and sometimes it's just a dream. Sometimes it's just a vision or inspiration that that God gives us where we're thinking this would be so fun or I would love to have this or this is something that would be life-giving to me and other people and then that's all we get. We don't know all the variables at play or all the challenges or all the difficulties that there is. I believe that to have that limited perspective is what motivates us. And like I said, whether you whether you love Jesus or not, you can just view that as a per- perspective of giving yourself motivation in the sense that the less you know, the more you may feel you're capable to do. And that's a really good thing because sometimes in life, the more we do, the more aware we are of the challenges or our capacity. And then our mind is trying to keep us safe so we may not move forward. With that naive, I want to do this, this is a dream, this sounds fun perspective because we may have memories of saying, well, I did that one time and this is how it turned out. But we can't lose that childlike perspective. And you look at kids, I mean, they are willing to try anything most of the time and they're so excited and they have all these crazy ideas and they don't know how much stuff costs or how challenging things are or how much work things take to cultivate or maintain. They don't have any clue they are just dreamers. And for me, I'm not naturally a dreamer. And so thinking about the ways in which not knowing all the details has really benefited me and blessed me has helped me kind of let go with other things in life on a day-to-day basis of realizing I don't have to have it all figured out. I don't have to have all the details squared away of what this exact project is going to look like, you know, like our kitchen renovation. I don't know when it's going to be complete. I don't know all the obstacles that are between now and the finished product. I know that it will be finished and I'm along for the ride and I'm grateful for the fact that we can even do this in our house. It's a huge blessing and privilege, but not knowing how everything shakes out just allows me to live life in that present moment, in that present 24 hours of saying, I have today and the things that I have done that I genuinely love. When I navigate it through that childlike perspective of this is going to be so fun and not get caught up on the challenges of it, my life is so much fuller. I evolve in ways that I can't imagine. There's creativity poured in my life that maybe wouldn't have happened otherwise. My perspective shifts and I become aware of new things that I enjoy doing or passions that I have or people I come into contact with. There's just so much opportunity if we're willing to just let our guard down a little bit and say, even if there's challenges in this ahead, do I believe in it enough? Do I dream about it enough, want it enough to just move forward as if it's going to all work out beautifully? We spend so much time going through the list of all the reasons why something's not going to work out and then we don't start the thing. And like I said, I'm someone that by nature struggles with that more. I'm not as much of the dreamer side where I can look past the challenges. Isaac very much is a dreamer in the sense that he will have an idea or put his mind to something. And his mindset is like, oh, if there's difficulties or challenges, I'll figure it out as I go. I'm the opposite where, yes, I have dreams and there's things that I feel passionate about. But I want to know the list. I want to read through the agreement before I sign it. Like I want to know what am I getting myself into? What are the challenges that are going to be ahead? Do I really want to commit to this? But I will be committing to something through the perspective of me today. Like if you're going to start something new, if you're going to build a house or you're going to renovate a house or you're going to get a new pet or you're going to move somewhere new or get a different job. You're gonna be looking through those new opportunities or ideas or dreams through the perspective of who you are today. And that's not fair because let's say today you have the dream and the vision and you're passionate. Awesome. Tap into that. That's gonna what's that's what's going to create the momentum to move forward. In the future, when that obstacle happens, let's say it's a week from now, six months from now, a year from now, your life, your perspective, your resources could look wildly different. And be better fit to serve you with the challenge or the difficulty that you're facing. So you will change. Your resources will change. People around you may change. And so that's the huge component that we forget about. We forget that it doesn't stay stagnant. We won't be the exact same version of ourselves two weeks from now, two months from now, two years from now. At least I hope not. I hope we're all always growing and evolving to a better version of ourselves. So we have to factor that in. We have to factor in our perspective changing and getting better and grit developing within us and having more of that resiliency of like, I believe in this dream. You're committing to it. You're seeing maybe some of the fruit grow from it. So that is then going to fuel your momentum and your persistence to push through if things get hard. And then resources are different. Isaac and I financially where we were when we started with this farmhouse was very different than where we are today. And every single project we've done, we've been strategic of figuring out, okay, what can we afford? What projects should we take on? What finishes are we going to choose? We're not going to choose super lavish stuff for rooms that we're not going to be in that much. And so realizing that it's not always going to be the same, it's going to evolve. And that's an amazing thing that your knowledge will change your capacity will shift. Your energy may change. Those are the variables that I want us to consider, especially if we're going to step into something that's new and unknown, that we're thinking this is a dream, this is an interest. Maybe we're wanting this one thing to be an aspect of our lives. We're wanting to take on the hobby and we're just too afraid because we're aware of all the things that are difficult or the things that could go wrong. And I say could go wrong because they may not go wrong. You may choose to start a business and have the mentality of what if this fails? What if it's a huge success that's just as likely as it failing? So why do we focus on the fact that it might fail? Instead, our energy and effort should be put in the fact of what if you succeed? Okay, you build a garden. Maybe stuff doesn't grow. You are for sure going to learn from that and have A harvest. There will be things that will grow. You're going to learn from things that don't go perfectly. That's life. But it can also go wildly better than you may expect. And I heard Jess Connolly say one time that when we're weighing the pros and cons and we're focusing on all the things that are going wrong, we say, you know, someone's being a devil's advocate, or I'm just being a devil's advocate in kind of playing out the, the negative potential outcomes to whatever it is you're talking about. And she point blank says, why would you want to advocate for the devil? And that just blew my mind in that moment because I've said that phrase multiple times like, oh, I'm just being devil's advocate. Then I share my thought or someone else, you know, they're just being devil's advocate. Here's some things that they brought up that we should consider. The phrase, I never thought about what I'm actually saying. I am literally advocating for the devil by bringing up the negative things that could go wrong. Like I'm not saying everything, right? Like think through big decisions for sure and weigh out the, the cost of them. It might be the financial, mental, physical, emotional, or spiritual costs that we've talked about in the past. But of course have wisdom when you're looking at taking on a new thing, moving, changing jobs, starting a hobby, building a house, buying a house, whatever it is. Exercise wisdom of, is this a good fit for some of those variables? But don't advocate for the devil in the aspect that the sky is going to be falling and everything's going to go wrong. We put so much emphasis on that negative side that we're doing the devil's work for him. We're, we're setting ourselves up for defeat before we even start. And sometimes when we're bringing up some of those ideas that are more of on the cons list, We're not exercising wisdom. We're not looking at it as here's some serious variables that we need to consider before we commit to X, Y, and Z, whatever the idea is. There are times, at least I know for myself, and I bet you can say the same for you, where you are trying, genuinely trying to talk yourself out of an idea. That's what I'm talking about. Where there's something you care about. There's something you want to do. There's something you are passionate about. You believe in you want to get better at whatever it is, and you are genuinely trying to convince your mind to not care about it, not want to do it, see why it would be a waste of time, a waste of money, a waste of energy, and to convince yourself, you know, it's just better if I don't even do it in the first place. Oh, why would I even care about that? That, I believe, is advocating for the devil where you're going to such an extreme length to bring up all the negative reasons why, and this is why it'll never work, and this is why it wouldn't be a success, and this is why it's too hard. And you're just going on and on and on to convince yourself of something that you know deep down is not true and is actually a lie. You are capable of more than you give yourself credit for. You deserve to live a life that you love, that you're proud of, and that you're excited about every day. So, What are the things that you can add into your life to make you feel the life I'm living is a life I love. And when you think about those things that you want to try or create or add on or shift in your life and you feel yourself have a genuine desire towards that idea, but it seems a little scary like, oh, this might be a big undertaking. And then your mind starts to race with all the reasons why it's not going to work out. That's when you can say, you know what? I'm not going to advocate for the devil anymore. I'm not going to help him do his work. I'm not going to have a mentality of defeat before I've even started. And even when you've started, if you want to tap out, if you still believe in it and things get hard, keep pushing through. Like I said, you will change and evolve. Your resources will change. People around you, you may have experts in your season of life six months from now that you don't today, that they may be able to help you as you come up against some of those obstacles. But all of this to say, I want to have a mindset and a perspective on life and ideas and dreams and things that I care about and want to do that serve me well and that say, you know what, I'm going to intentionally choose to be naive in this circumstance or moving forward towards this dream or the thing I want to do. Because even if statistics say one thing or you saw someone else do it and it went differently for them or it wasn't a success or they didn't like it or whatever, you're different. No two stories are the same. Situations are different. Perspectives are different. Work ethics are different. There's so many variables at play where it could turn out so good for you. So look at it through the lens of it's your own story and things aren't just a one-size-fits-all. I know a lot of people who have gone through renovations and they're like, I will literally never go through that again. I hated it. It was awful. Worst thing ever. (laughs) Okay, they get to have that story. But I'm not going to use that story and that perspective to define mine because mine is different for a multitude of reasons and I get to use my own story to create the filter of how I look at it. And I remember when Isaac and I started this renovation, there were people who were like, you need to readjust your expectations because it's not going to go how you want. And that really hurt me. I, that's one thing I'll say is if, you're, is if someone is sharing a dream with you and they're tenderly inviting you into that place of this is what I'm excited about and this is what I want to do and I feel like this could really work out and I want to share it with you, hold that with honor. Do not. Do not discourage them. If they have that spark of enthusiasm and excitement and it's sometimes just a tiny little ember, please don't snuff it out. Do everything you can for that individual in front of you to cheer them on and say, you know what? You're going to do an amazing job. I love that for you. I love the dream or the idea or the job or whatever it is. People just need more encouragement in their life it is really easy to feel discouraged. It is really easy to feel defeat. And it is really easy to think about all the things that could go wrong. So we don't need our friends or our family or our acquaintances to speak into our life with that narrative. What we need when we have that little ember of passion and enthusiasm or that tiny little flame of thinking, I think I can do this and I want to move forward. What we need is more people around us saying, you know what? I know you can, and I will be here to cheer you on and talk to you and hear about your excitement and the enthusiasm, and if it gets challenging, we'll talk about it, but I will not be here to discourage you from starting. And that is also some encouragement I wanna give you is to be that friend, be that family member, be that stranger, whoever. Whenever you're in a conversation and someone's sharing something that they're excited about or that they believe in, believe in it too. Even if you've had an experience that's different, you have observed someone else go through something and it went terribly don't speak that death over them don't speak that negativity into their story because it could go differently for them and honestly unless that individual comes to you and says I really want to know your honest thoughts here's this idea I have do you have any concerns is there anything I should consider unless they're asking you that directly I don't think you need to share your opinion of the things that could go wrong or the things you feel concerned about Because they may not feel concerned about it at all. And what may freak you out may not even freak them out. And that's something that I've learned with Isaac. He's just not concerned about the stuff that would concern me. And that's awesome. Because if it's his dream or his vision, he's the one handling it anyway. And so I, with my relationship with him, have tried to get better to be more supportive of his dreams and ideas and to not look at it through the lens of myself doing it. But to say, this is Isaac doing it. He's a different person than I am. He's got a different capacity and work ethic and mentality and resources and all the things. So I'm not going to put him in the Renee box. And I also need to stop putting myself in my own box. And that's what I'm basically wanting to communicate today is maybe just let yourself be naive and just say, you know what? There's things that could go wrong, but there's things that could go right. And I really care about this. And this sounds fun or would be meaningful or life-giving in some way. And just move forward with it. And see what happens because I bet that that naive perspective is going to bless you in a lot of ways and that whatever it is you're going to start or move towards or whatever dream you're creating will be totally worthwhile. And if someone is sharing a dream or an idea with you, be super encouraging and just remind them of all the ways it could go right and all the ways it could succeed and why it would be worthwhile because we need more of that energy in our lives. We need more of that positivity. We need more of the glass half full, eyes wide open, eager and excited living life on tiptoes, as Levi Lesko would say. So I hope this encourages you this week. It's been something that I've been thinking a lot about, especially as a lot of these hobbies have been evolving of the house and the chickens and the garden. And I'm just so grateful that I didn't know what I didn't know. And I moved forward anyway. I hope you have a great rest of your week. I'll be back next week with another episode.